1: Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. Today, for Song of the Soul, we'll take a wonderful musical, spirited journey with Julie Hexel, better known to her enthusiastic fans as Julie Patchouli. Together with her husband, Bruce, Julie makes beautiful lyrical and instrumental music as Patchouli. She's a talented singer-songwriter, and it's a complete delight to have Julie here today for Song of the Soul. Julie, thanks so much for joining me for Song of the Soul.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: You just came through a real busy season, didn't you, performing? And maybe it's still continuing, but I had a hard time getting you for the last month. What were you doing?
2: We were playing music or driving to play music almost every single day. We played actually 21 performances in August and 20 in July. And that was mostly in the Midwest because we love being in the Midwest in the summer. There's so many opportunities and wonderful celebrations outside, and we love playing our music outside. And so we've narrowed it down to only Midwest travel for the summer, which still consists from Michigan to Kansas and Nebraska and Minnesota and North Dakota and Wisconsin, obviously, and Iowa and Illinois. That's a pretty big group of states anyway. So, yes, we've been very busy.
1: Where did you specifically grow up, Julie? And Bruce, if he's from the same spot.
2: Bruce is from Minneapolis and I am from Chicagoland and actually west of O'Hare is where I grew up when I was 16 and graduated high school and moved to the first of many colleges that I attended. The first one was in Ohio and then from there I went to school in Mexico and I was studying botany and ethnobotany, specifically medicinal botany. Then I moved to the University of Oregon in Eugene, Oregon. Then I moved up to Washington State and started playing in a band and doing summer school at the same time.
1: What's your history with music, Julie? I mean, obviously, you've got all kinds of songs you perform that you've written that you and Bruce have created together. How far back do you go with music?
2: Oh, (laughs) I've always really loved music. The school had a good music program, and I was involved in it as much as I could. I started in the uh, drum ensemble or the percussion team for the like elementary band and I was the only girl in the drum line so of course I got to play the bells and the chimes and the cymbals which my mom loved watching my hair fly back every time I hit the crash cymbals but I would practice every day to try and get to play the snare drum but there were four other guys I had to wait below so I think it was in seventh grade our uh Band instructor said, listen, we don't have any trombone players and you have very long arms. Do you think you would want to learn trombone? And I said, sure. He said, you could be first chair. And I said, great, I'll be right there. And I took you know, the summer classes to learn how to play trombone, which was fun and, and true. You do need long arms to do it. So it was great. And I um, so I kind of did that. and then But I was an athlete and I didn't continue the horn section in high school because you really had to choose between athletics or being strictly banned it was a very intense program and I was a varsity swimmer so I just I, that was my dream so a, I really gave up trombone for that but I was playing I, that's also when guitar kind of came into my world and that was amazing I think it was partly we found an, an old guitar in our family that no one was playing I, we also had like an old Bella Laika. And we don't even know where it came from. It was, you know, maybe a stage proper. I don't know exactly. My family's very theater-oriented. And so I just started strumming around and playing little chords and things. And I had two very big inspirations around that time. And that was my dad knew that I was writing songs and having my friends sing them. And he said, I was listening to the radio and this musician, I guess he's real good. Taj Mahal, he's going to come and play. And I bought you one ticket. And he knew I was just kind of starting on guitar and I'd taken some lessons and I didn't really like my teacher and so he wanted to see and he didn't even know who he was. And I got you know, my one ticket front row sitting in this theater looking up at Taj and hearing him play. It was. I left singing his songs and I was like, I want to do that for the rest of my life. And right around the same time I met Bruce who was playing guitar about seven hours a day at the time. I was like, I really want to play music for the rest of my life with that guy. And so it all kind of came together in, in that time period in my life.
1: You're talking high school or college? What, what is this?
2: The end of high school, really, is when I started picking up guitar and when I started writing my first songs to guitar.
1: You told me that the first song that you picked for your Song of the Soul is actually the first song you wrote for guitar. And you said you were 15 at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, How did this come about?
2: Well, okay, I had seen Taj Mahal, and I told my mom, I want to play guitar and sing, and and she she always remembers it a little differently. But she said, well, you're going to have to play the blues because we're from Chicago. And I said, okay, and I went out (laughs) into the backyard with my guitar, and I thought about the three chords that I knew at the time, and I tried my hardest to write a blues song, except that I had a like pretty great childhood. I really didn't have a whole lot of blues going on. I'm a pretty positive forward thinking person and especially you can hear that in some of the songs that I write, the lyrics to is I like happy endings or I like to have little sparkly things in there to um look forward to or to inspire me because I would write these songs in the beginning and even if I was feeling heartbreak or heartache or you know whatever you're feeling at 15 I wanted it to end good I wanted it to be a good ending I wanted it to turn out positively and so that's the strawberry blues is like me calling upon these things you know the things that I go out to and make me feel better so if I was feeling blue
1: This was when you're living near Chicago mm-hmm. And so blues, of course, would be natural down there. But now you live in the woods of Wisconsin and stuff. Does that mean all your songs now are no longer blues?
2: No, and I don't think even the strawberry blues isn't really a blues progression or anything. (laughs) But I think since we moved to Maiden Rock, we live in Maiden Rock, Wisconsin, and since we moved to Western Wisconsin, we've certainly been inspired so much that we have been writing so much music. It has different influences, than maybe prior to moving to Wisconsin. And maybe it is, you know, partially because it is beautiful here and we enjoy being outside and being inspired by that. And maybe just that clear perspective, that moment of taking some air and being surrounded by beauty really brings different notes and different music to your soul, you know?
1: The song is Strawberry Blues. It's by my guest for today's Song of the Soul, Julie Patchouli. That's how she's known on stage. Let's listen to Strawberry Blues.
2: When I got the blues, I kick off my shoes and I run into the trees. I free my feet, in the mud, my head down in. I just start to shout in my head. I love the earth. I'll run, take it in the brush, scare the hell out of the traffic rush. My simple soul, that in reverse. river. Oh, oh, oh. Ha, taking my head like I read last night about my disease. This parasite you'll have to fight with the others get in time. A whole new land A new community A new philosophy I find There in my hand When I cry I look up to the sky And I call out To my star She says use your third eye It's easier if you try And you see How you've come This far I was dancing my pants when I sat on the ground Cause I oh, my shorts too high Always looking up, never looking down Always looking to the sky It talks me in tight Sings to me a good night Reflects the sunlight in a sky When I'm hurt I dig into the dirt And I reach out to my son He holds me warm in his rays In a summer crazy place With me days and, Till my days are done
1: absolutely right Julie that was not a blues <laughs> I do know blues and that was not one of them but you mentioned about coming up to Wisconsin now living much more connected to the, I guess the woods or the outdoors and all that kind of thing in this song too still back in Chicago region the star the mud moon all these are the things that you're connected to it's not to the streets and uh downtown that you're connected to
2: Right. I am not writing the strawberry blues. Don't really have anything to do with those typical blues things. And I think, like I said, you know, I thought about the things that I've always, I think always I kind of go back and I I think in the choices of songs in this this program, go back to nature, go back to the world surrounding us. And, And it is a place where I find we can heal ourselves, really. That was kind of my concept of what blues might possibly be. I guess I forgot to say this, strawberry blue is a color that I made up. It's like that sunset, like last night, that sunset that's like the purpley strawberry against that really bright blue, you know, that you see and that that is gorgeous. And you can see that in the city. You can see that in the country. You can see that over a lake or over the ocean. And I'm one of those like sunset catchers. I like to ch- try and catch as many as I possibly can.
1: This is your song of the soul, and so clearly outdoors creation, as I would call it, is part of that. Did you have a religious or spiritual upbringing? Was there a specific spiritual tenor in your home, something that you got through your family?
2: It wasn't very, you know, we were at a Lutheran church. It wasn't, my family wasn't very strict about any type of religion and very kind of open to whatever you wanted to discover. For us, I think it was a community community that we lived near and that we could be a part of. And we had a lot of friends and family that we wanted to share that with. That's funny that you would mention that because when I met Bruce, he was studying theology. He came to Chicago to go to grad school and study theology. He was also studying guitar, playing a lot of guitar and he was running kind of a music program at the church that I was going to. And so we started doing more of the youth group music program there, kind of discovering all different kinds of music. It didn't really have to do with that Lutheran church. It could, a lot of African spiritual music, a lot of choral based music that maybe wasn't necessarily of that church. We always tell people, we kind of met in this basement of this church in 1993 and he was playing a guitar and I was literally turned a recycling bin over and was playing a pail as my instrument, writing music out of that because it felt good. It sounded good.
1: You know, you talk about meeting Bruce way back then and he's your husband now and stuff, but there's a lot of years that happened in between there. You went to all these universities. Did he tag along? Were you going to these universities to get a profession? A lot of musicians, they have their day job and then they have their music. And it doesn't seem like you have enough room for anything except the music and for Bruce and you doing this music together.
2: Those are all true statements. Well, actually, that does bring us to the next song, the Vision song. When I met Bruce, he had written these songs. and He was studying fingerstyle, kind of ragtime fingerstyle. Leo Kotke kind of meets kind of older, folkier ragtime style in this whole fingerstyle thing. So you really are concentrating completely into that music because you're playing both the basses and the melody lines as one piece. He was learning all these new tunings and really being inspired by his teacher and by this music. And he was going to the Old Town School for folk music in Chicago, which is a standard there. It's a great school. He wrote these seven songs and he was going through a miserable time in his life. He was in a relationship he didn't want to be in. He was going to school for theology and at the same time growing into this new maybe different spiritual paradigm that he wasn't quite agreeing with what he was learning. So his living situation, his spiritual situation, his physical situation, he was unhappy and music was feeding his soul and it was all he wanted to do. Here I come on the scene of this and that's why I love this next song, Visions, because I remember them as seven different songs and him singing even these even these heartbreaking lyrics with crazy words from theology school that no one's gonna know and you're gonna have to look them all up. He then just quit that life and he moved to Seattle and joined a band from Canada and it all kind of came together at that time. And I moved on to university. When he was out there, he took those songs and combined them all into one piece. Gave it this name, Visions and it really is. You can hear the darkness, but you can hear the celebration of rising up out of that and starting new. It's a song that even though there's no lyrics, to me, it's very uplifting and really feeds my soul too.
1: visions. You heard it performed here by Julie and Bruce. We'll call them Patchouli. That's the stage name that they use. They do have another last name, Hexel, if you want to look it up. But Julie Patchouli is much more alliterative, so we'll stay with that. Julie, you said that Bruce was in this theology school. I guess he got out of that. Do reverberations of that continue along with you? I mean, I think sometimes... The foundation we have provides the platform for us as we move forward. And so I'm just kind of wondering how that forms or informs where you've gone.
2: Not to put words into Bruce's mouth, although I do know what he thinks too. I think that music is spirituality for both of us. It's, a, it's definitely a way that we connect not just as musicians together, not as relationship together, but connect to the universe, connect to the whole big picture. You definitely take agreed. You take everything that is accumulating up with you, you know, and your past paths bring you to where you are. There's no question that those continue to inform you. You know, I was very excited that you wanted us to come on to the show because it is. It's music is our soul, it is our spirituality.
1: Julie, how many recordings have you or you and Bruce put together? How long have you been doing this?
2: Well, Bruce went out to play in this band out in Washington. They put together three albums while they were this other band called Aunt Betsy. Near the end I became their bass player and backup singer and their last two tours. Then we all kind of relocated to the Midwest, and then the band probably played one more year and then dissolved. At that point, we wanted to get back to playing music together as a duo. We just enjoyed it so much. Our friend was at the university, or Illinois State University in Normal, Illinois. He wanted to start an Amnesty International group. You need a sponsor, and you need a certain amount of students that will sign up to say you can have this group. And he thought, well, would the band come down and play this concert and help me get some interest? And I asked the band, and they said no. I said, well, this is one of our first fans. This guy's let you sleep on the floor. This is one of your first admirers. Bruce and I are going to go. And so we made 10 cassettes off of music we were recording in my parents' basement and in their bathroom, running the mics up and down. Went down to ISU, played this concert in their coffee shop, Sold out of cassettes, got 30 students to sign up for Amnesty International and had a blast. And it was our first show as Patchouli or Bruce and Julie of Aunt Betsy. And we went back up to Chicago and and the band goes, well, how was your free Amnesty show? And I said, it was pretty good. and We had a great time. I think we kind of want to do this.
1: If you just tuned in, this is Mark Helpsmeet of Northern Spirit Radio, and you're listening to Song of the Soul. My guest today for Song of the Soul is Julie. You might as well know her as Julie Patchouli. She's of the group Patchouli, and she and her husband Bruce have been touring everywhere in the U.S. doing their music, and specifically based in the Midwest. They've had 10 recordings in 10 years, and you really deserve to treat yourself well and hear more of their music you can find out more about them on their website it's patchouli.net now if you're spelling handicapped in the same way that i am patchouli may not be obvious to spell but you can always just find it by going to my site northernspiritradio.org and i'll have a link to julie's site so julie what songs we go on to next for your song of the soul
2: Well, this next song, The Day We Let Go, this song is really about forgiveness. It's about freedom, letting go of maybe, for me personally, I wrote it after a very, very difficult time in my life. I got in a really bad accident where I was injured severely and a lot of things changed in my life. There was a lot of healing that went on and I received an incredible amount of support and love from so much of my community that I had built around me. Then I went into this year that I didn't know was going to happen, that was trying to change things in my life dramatically. I ended up with some sort of not knowing at the time, post-traumatic stress syndrome that I wasn't aware I was experiencing, was wondering why I wasn't feeling so good, was wondering why my mind wasn't feeling so good, my heart wasn't feeling so good. So I was kind of coming out of that, and we went up out into the country for the weekend I heard this noise and woke up. It was night. Woke up in the middle of the morning and it was foggy and we're out in the woods. And there were thirty turkeys clicking or you know making their noise in the yard. And I opened up this walkout door and I thought, "Oh my gosh!" I closed the door. So that was thirty turkeys. And I, you know, um, until that point was kind of a city girl and I've never seen wild turkeys, especially thirty of them, in one place and true true story i couldn't remember anything about how bad i was feeling and bruce we wrote the song the chorus came first and it was about letting go of those things letting go of all this stuff that sometimes the baggage that you carry around that is just not that important and the fact that you can let it go and it's everything you really need is still there
1: the day we let go by julie Pachul.
2: They want some freedom Definition of separation From this place That you've grown up But you've grown here And you can't see the find The line's straight. That's where we begin On the day The day we let go Saw it flow. But everything can't happen until we let go Until we let go From the strange to the new to the tribe
1: patchouli and we have julie of patchouli i know you have another name in there but julie patchouli i guess it will be right do your family your parents brothers sisters do they know you as julie patchouli too
2: no (laughs) (laughs) no they i don't know what they call me (laughs) they mostly just call me julie
1: well let's move on to your next song which is the woods And I want to let you know before we start that this was already selected. It was already played as part of Song of the Soul. One of my earlier guests, Mark Morgan, chose it as really evocative for him of his spiritual journey. So how does the woods come about for you? You're a Chicago girl who's called up to the woods, I guess.
2: Definitely was.
1: And is afraid of turkeys.
2: (laughs) Not anymore. That was my first experience. This song, I wrote on my bicycle. I wrote the words on my bicycle. I typically write, from this point on, from the woods on into the future of my life right now, I write a lot of the words on my bicycle, a lot of our lyrics. Something about getting out and moving and having, there's a certain rhythm to it. There's a certain blur to the side of the road. Not that I'm going very fast, but just meaning I'm getting out far enough away from my reality at that point or something that things become clearer for me. Maybe my blood's pumping more and I can feel it more. But The Woods was the first of those kind of songs. For me, it originated by a dear friend of mine feeling just like they were stuck and they couldn't get out of what they were involved in. Like they just felt like they were in this big funk. And I so badly wanted to say the right thing at the right time. And I think everyone's had that situation where maybe you're called upon as a to have that friend part of you really step up to the plate. And I was hoping that I could get through. I left there and got on my bike. I thought of all the things that I like to do. And how those things inspire me or recreate, you know, reignite me. Also, how they forgive me, how the world around us has this incredible talent to absorb our pain, the natural world around us, and to understand us and help us let go of those things and Grow, And I think that is why I'm drawn to the woods. It's a place of peace. It's a place that feeds my soul. The river, you know, all of the places in this song. I really would go, at the time we lived in Tennessee, and I would bike down to the river and stare at it. Literally have almost a ceremony with myself of letting all of that stuff flow. My friend felt a lot better when I shared that with them.
1: It's The Woods by Patchouli. I go
2: to the woods. And I go to the river To let my mind run I go to the mountains To gain perspective I go to the fields To open up I look to the lake to reflect I look to the sky to imagine I travel highways To go somewhere new I go to the woods to feel it, and I go to the river, to let my mind run, I go to the mountain, to gain perspective, I go to the fields, to open up, I look to the lake to reflect, I look to the sky to imagine, I travel highways, to go somewhere. let my mind run, I go to the mountain, to gain perspective, I go to the field, to open up, I look to the wicked, to reflect, I look to the sky, to imagine I travel highways, to go somewhere new, I go to the woods. i
1: with Julie of musical group Patchouli. She's agreed to share her song of the soul with us, which is a great gift to be able to have them. She and her husband, Bruce, are mainstays of everywhere around the Midwest. I think everyone's had a little bit of contact with them, or at least we hope they have. And if not, they can always, of course, just start out by visiting their website patchouli.net. You can get there easily by going from northernspiritradio.org, my website. I'm Mark Helps Meet. And Julie, we're maybe halfway through your Song of the Soul, but it's kind of hard to condense it down, isn't it? I I think you and Bruce have 10 recordings out there. Did you have to labor for centuries to whittle it down to just the songs to fit in this hour?
2: I did. I mean, the songs in this list are intentional, and I gave a lot of thought to how... I wanted to present the music that really speaks to my soul. It was very difficult. A lot of obviously, I have every single connection to every lyric is part of me. But yes, it was a difficult choice. There are certain songs that I like. The woods. It's my mantra. So I knew I wanted to include that one.
1: What should we go on to next?
2: The next song is called "Love Shines." We wrote this song in our very first visit to New York in New York City. We weren't sure what to expect, we had some shows lined up. We drove through Manhattan with our Chevy van and gear trailer, which was a little insane on our part but we didn't really quite understand how big of a city it was. And we got out to Long Island where our first show was going to be at this community college. We had gone out to a park um, near the community college that had a lighthouse and was on the ocean we went and played at the school and it was a lunchtime concert at community college where the different groups of types of students were definitely marked by how they were sitting. You could see the different groups of, of students, including like some rappers in the back with the boom box. And we weren't sure how these two like folky Midwestern kids were going to fare in this very loud and volatile uh, lunchroom concert. But we kind of won them over. We got, we got the Black Power song. We got like all, you know, people really enjoy the music. And I think that is because music connects in, in such a deep level that it doesn't matter if you're in a lunchroom with people that are from all over the world. It doesn't matter if you are on the river sitting on a bench. This song was about that experience of going to New York. And it's about how many people we met in that trip. That were so kind to us, so nice to us, and how much love was there. Tonight I watched as the moon rose over the ocean. And as I walked through a street of strangers and wonder this is nice.
1: Love Shines by Patchouli, and Julie Patchouli is here with us today for Song of the Soul. Julie, you mentioned in the audience there, there were the group of rappers you could see out there. Do you have any rap songs on any of your recordings?
2: I don't necessarily have any rap songs. I have songs with a lot of good bass in them and fun things, but someone recently just told me, I really like how you kind of do the like... You kind of scat out the words and I had never thought of of that as, as my technique. But I, once again, it probably has to do with whatever the rhythm is that I'm working towards in that particular song.
1: Well, let's go on. Uh, We've got not too much time left here and we need some more music here. I think you said next you'd like to go to the puzzle, right?
2: This song was the first song written coming to Wisconsin. We originally were thinking about our brother-in-law. He was over in Iraq as a Marine. We were thinking about how the whole world is really connected. I was thinking about how much I said I was going to write him a postcard and send him Midwest in a bottle, and that's what this song to me was. Also became kind of this thing where we're all connected. No matter where we are, we might just be seeing it from a, a different perspective. And at the same time, it's the puzzle. The puzzle is how do we do that? The puzzle is looking up from space at this little tiny blue planet and seeing it as a totally different thing. The moon rests in a bowl. Through the wind and the words flow in letter by letter and you, you are somewhere that we Sky, we're sitting on the same big earth, and they just see it differently. Different birds, different things.
1: Julie is here with us for Song of the Soul today. We're wending our way through her Song of the Soul, and it's a rich and beautiful journey. Where do we go next on our winding journey?
2: Well, the next song is called The Labyrinth. It's a good place on our winding journey to go. This uh, recording you're going to hear is the first that anyone's going to hear. We haven't released this song yet. But we've been performing this song, and in fact, when we played in Eau Claire, we played In the Heart of the Labyrinth at the Phoenix Park this past June, and that was a pretty exciting moment to play in the heart of the labyrinth. The song came about in a different way than any song, and that is it came out of my screensaver on my computer. It was after a very long journey, coming back from Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan, we had a really hard spring where we lost four people in our family and very close friends several to cancer i was just feeling an enormous amount of grief and despair and it was late and tired and i wanted to call someone in my family but it was too late you know i didn't want to disturb them so i thought i would email and so i turned on the computer and the computer I couldn't think of anything to do, so it went to the screensaver, which I did not know I had, and it was a screen of all these macro pictures of plants, so leaves and veins and cacti, and they would all kind of dissolve into each other, and they looked... Like labyrinths. And in the history of spirituality, labyrinths are all over the place. Labyrinths are behind the churches in pastoral France. They're in all different types of religions, these kind of labyrinths are these places to unwind, to center, to grow from, to let go of. That's what I saw in these pictures. And I just picked up my guitar and sang exactly what you're going to hear. And Bruce played exactly what you're going to hear. And we met in the living room and finished the song. And we're hoping to release it soon. Take some time, unwind, unravel your mind And walk the labyrinth through Till it brings them back to you. Take some time. Unwind. Unravel your mind. And walk the labyrinth through. Till it brings them back to you. I know you're looking for some change. My light desert holds the rain. For a dry spell or two. Let me hold it here for you and trace these lines Throw what happened. Like a topographical map there, feeling everything you've known. Let it bring you right back home and take some time. Unwind, unravel your mind, and walk the labyrinth through till it is about to you Take some time, unwind, unravel your mind, and walk the labyrinth through till it brings them back to you.
1: That was The Labyrinth by Patchouli, and you are some of the lucky first hearers of the recording. Have you actually walked the labyrinth here in Phoenix Park? Can you slow down enough time to be able to do that? I have not
2: walked this particular labyrinth because there were bands set up when we were in the park last, but actually in Maiden Rock at a wonderful eco-journey. It's called the Journey Inn. Our friends own an eco-retreat, and they have a labyrinth, which I walk quite a bit. And it is a wonderful thing to do.
1: We've been sharing Song of Soul here with Julie Patchouli. Their website is patchouli.net. Thanks for sharing your spiritual journey here for Song of the Soul, Julie.
0: Thank you.